Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Now on the Daily Mix Show. Damn. Some birds aren't meant to be caged. Yet, here we are, butt naked, eating soggy bologna sandwiches. Figure it's time to get busy living. And... Get busy winning. Let's play Cellmates. Rockaholics, Cellmates is the game where lawbreakers become game changers. And this week we are playing for Foo Fighters tickets. They will be at T-Mobile Park this summer. Sunday, August 18th is the date of the show. Great prize. It's awesome. Let's meet our Cellmates. We had Chad in Tacoma. Chad, what was your run-in with the law? This was some years ago, but I was passing out paintballs to uh, middle schoolers along with high schoolers, parents, all that stuff to test the water-soluble new paintballs. And they decided to throw them all over a park wall, and I got busted for aiding and embedding to vandalism. (laughs) I was wondering where this was going. I'm like, is this... That's way less awful of a human being as I thought you were going to be. Gave him a bunch of kids and said, shoot some people with it. So how much trouble did you get for that? Did you get a ticket? So technically I got arrested because one of my friends put his pipe and a bowl of weed in my paintball bag. Oh, Oh, no. That's just like insult to injury. And so did they throw the book at you? What, what, what 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 did they hit you with? Aiding and betting to vandalism, and then, um, uh, what was that, misdemeanor for having the weed and, and pipe on me. So was that a fine? Did you have to do community service or a ticket or time? or <laughs> How did you have to uh, make it good? So this is the funny thing. So I went in on Thursday, and I was supposed to go to court Friday, and they did not wake me up. <sighs> so I spent the weekend there. Oh. oh, I was like, wait, you're at home and you're waiting for someone to wake you up. You were, you were behind bars for the whole weekend. For the whole weekend. And then Monday rolls around. How comfortable are the beds that you didn't wake up? <laughs> <laughs> so I I did a lot of work. I was doing two jobs. Plus, I was helping my girlfriend's dad for this paintball place, refixing it, trying to promote the paintballs, doing all types of stuff. So... I was a little tired, so I just slept. <laughs> so, did you just say that the paintball was a the paintball situation was a family business? It, it was the, my girlfriend's business. Yes. Wow. 
And how long ago was this then? Oh, God. God. Uh, 20 something yeah i think i was oh, like damn. 22 or 23 so like 22 23 years ago at least wow, nice. well thanks chad well, the kicker is the kicker is though monday they didn't wake me up either what so tuesday i actually went to the court and uh, the judge kind of looked at what it was and was like one year probation get the hell out of here <laughs> thanks for sitting in a jail cell all weekend get some sleep oh no yeah no fine no nothing they just be good for a year and take off wow. nice thanks chad we also have bob in puyallup bob what was your running with the law well uh wasn't always the shining citizen that's been calling into this show so this is a blast from the past year uh, back in the meth running days, and uh, we were over in Stanaway, and we were picking berries behind this business. Just, you know, when you're homeless and hungry, you just go eat berries. So we're picking berries and having a good time, and the owner of the business comes out and sees a few tweakers back there picking berries, and he gets all mad at us. And we're trying to explain to him, we're just hungry picking berries, and he called the cops on us. And... I didn't know everything he told the cops, but he must have said that we were trying to rob him or something because we got uh, pulled over by 10 cops, Pierce County Sheriff's uh, at the intersection of 112th and Pacific there in uh, Parkland. And uh, they had us face down on our bellies right in the middle of the intersection, stopped traffic and everything. Damn. Cuffed us up, threw us in the back of the cop car, charged us with attempted second-degree theft, and... Uh, Got 10 days in jail for it. Wow. Is this my buddy Bob from Puyallup? <laughs> yes, sir, it is. Man, learned something new about you today. <laughs> Bob has a checkered past. All right, Bob, I got to ask you a very serious question. Wait, if you're putting together the uh, Mount Rushmore of berries, <laughs> which one's number one? This will dictate whether or not I we can stay. Okay, we can stay friends. Nice. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Steve, based on these two cellmates and their stories, who do you think should go first in the game? Well, I feel like it would be favoritism if I go with my friend Bob from Puyallup, so I'm going to go with the weed vandal. Chad in Tacoma goes first. All right, Chad, are you ready for question number one? Yes, I am. The Seattle Kraken's mascot, Bowie, the sea troll, is said to be a nephew of whom? Uh, the underbridge troll. The, uh, I can't remember his actual name. Troll bridge, dude. Oh, so close, but I can't remember his name. Oh man, it's the the Fremont the troll. The Fremont troll. Now, Bob and Puyallup, all all you have to do is get this one right, and you are the winner. Are you ready? Yes. Washington State has more than twelve hundred dams. Which one is the largest? The Grand Coulee Dam. Nice work, friend. Yeah, baby. Damn. How are the berry situation over by? I put fire sprinklers in the Grand Coulee Dam. What's, What's that? that? I put fire sprinklers in the tunnels uh, that lead the power wires from the top of the dam to the generators. Oh, so you did that legally? Yes. Okay. <laughs> I know I'm learning new stuff about you, Bob. I just want to make sure I know what's going on. No damn tampering. <laughs> oh, my gosh. That was amazing. Well, thanks, gents. Are you disrespectful and you don't even know it, Rockaholics? There are everyday things that apparently some people do that are considered super disrespectful to those around them. We're going to tell you what they are after Kings of Leon.
The Daily Mix Show. This is The Rock of Seattle, 99.9 KISW. We found a great chat on social media where people are talking about some of these everyday things that many people do that are actually super disrespectful. Okay, I'm curious to see if any of these we're guilty of. I mean, I think we're, we might check a few boxes here within the four of us. Abandoning stuff in a store in the wrong place or shelf. I have been guilty of that. Definitely done that. Not I, recently, but I have done it. I try not to do that. Like I like to like say that I, I always go back to where I, I, I picked up a shirt or something, but sometimes I'm just like... I got to get home. I don't feel like waiting. I just kind of put it somewhere. Well, and I never thought of this, but it says if you're too lazy to return it where you got it, just hand it to the cashier at the checkout. Oh. See, I, I didn't think even that, think of that. How funny is it in my head? That's more disrespectful. Like, <laughs> here, take this. But and you're right. Like Otherwise, they have to like see it because a lot of these stores now, are, everything's kind of accounted for. So if somebody goes online saying, oh, this shirt's available, and then they go and they can't find it because Stevie Nimrod over here just put it wherever he wanted to. Oh, yeah. Parents who let their kids run amok in public spaces and don't do anything when a kid makes a nuisance of themselves. They say that it's the excuse of they're just a kid, but it translates to bad parenting. I have, I'm trying to be better about it because I now being a parent, I understand kids are completely insane. They're feral. It depends on the day, but sometimes they're just bonkers and you just don't know if maybe most days this parent's got it all under control, but maybe that's just one of those days for them. The place where I still get a little pissy is at like the public parks where they had, like, the giant slide, like that tube slide. Or there was one time we were there, and all the kids are having fun. And, yeah, you get it. Like, kids are going to move kids out of the way. Kids are going to climb over kids. I understand that. But there was one kid that was just sitting at the end of the slide and would not get up and move, and all these kids wanted to slide down it. And, like, when they some kids would try and slide, he would, like, almost, like, push them away. And I found, like, where's this freaking kid's parent? And I realized, I don't know if it was a parent or a babysitter or what, but she was, like, sitting on a bench playing on her phone. Oh. So finally, I'm just like, hey, kid, why don't you get off the slide? My wife's like, what are you doing? I was like, look, there's, there's a whole bunch of kids that want to go down this slide. Like, what am I supposed to go over that lady? Like, ma'am, can you please tell your child to get off the slide? <laughs> Sorry to interrupt you with whatever you're doing if you're on TikTok. <laughs> also, people who stop walking in the middle of a busy, busy place like an airport. I hate those people. It's awful. I, I don't really don't. I don't do this. I also especially hate them on the, on the, on the not hate, hate's a strong word. I severely dislike <laughs> the people when they're walking a crosswalk and they're just taking their sweet ass time when you're trying to turn. Rate of play, baby. They're on their phone. You know their legs move quicker than what they're doing. And then when they see you and they see that you're trying to move, I almost like feel like they, they even slow down more just to be like. I'm establishing this is my territory. Yeah, move. Move along. I was like, you will lose this if we decide to go head to head. I'm in a car. I'm kidding. I'm not going to run over. <laughs> Neighbors who don't respect the quiet hours, especially after midnight. I feel like you might be guilty of that. But you have a big, you live on a farm of five acres. So. I do. And we've thrown some epic parties out there. But that, also, that's why I they live on. festivals at their house. <laughs> Like, with bands performing and, like, d- DJ tents. Yes. I-, I keep meaning to go to one of these, like, your Halloween parties. And I you see guys like gotta the- come. I- I- one of these days I will. I just don't know if, like, you know, it's... I I don't know if I'll ever come back. There was just one year that, well, there's been a couple of years where I had our direct neighbors who are, who are wonderful people. 
sent me a personal message because, you know, I always say, don't call the police, call, you know, call me or text me. Hey, what time is the festival ending? The music is really loud. And I'm like, well, it is two in the morning. I think that's a legitimate request. We should probably shut Let's it down. Let's shut the music down. Because we have neighbors and they're awesome. These neighbors, they're like, they're kind of behind us. Super great. And I say that they're super great. They just wave at me when they drive by and I wave back. That's mm-hmm. the extent of our, or if they're, if they're walking their kid around, we hi bye. Oh yeah. But they seem really nice, but they love throwing parties Maybe once a month, and they're especially when the weather's nice. They're outdoor karaoke parties. Oh, I want to be friends with your neighbors. I want them to move closer to you <laughs> because nothing sucks more than listening to people poorly sing songs. <laughs> and they use a speaker, which I don't know why. Like, do this in your house, you know? Why are you doing this in your backyard? And you can hear it like eleven p.m. Them singing. You know, random Celine Sweet Dion. Caroline. Yeah, different, you know, Billy Idol, whatever it may be. And sometimes I'm like, oh, I like this song. But I'm like, I'm trying to sleep. Oh, yeah. That's a bummer. Drivers who hang out in the left lane driving too slow. We had we had someone on cellmates that got pulled over for driving yeah, too slow. Our buddy Drama, he, called, he said he got pulled over for going the speed limit. People who park in designated spaces that don't pertain to them, like accessible spaces for people uh, with disabilities yeah. or curbside pickup if you're not actually curbside picking up. I was wondering that last night. Last night, shockingly, Tatum wanted Chipotle. It's usually our Tuesday night dinner, but for some reason, she stepped it up and wanted it on a Monday night. Yeah. So, what are we supposed to do? So, we went. Up, I went up getting it, picked it up, and there was a car that there. It was in the curbside, and I, I get in, I get out. There was nobody like waiting to pick up food. I'm like, I think this person just parked there and is eating inside. Maybe they were they were originally going to go back to their car, and they're like, you know what? Let's just sit down Stay. and eat. And no flushing the toilet in a public restroom. That's another one. Okay, you're a savage. <laughs> but you know what? In all fairness, I've been to some places where the, 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 the toilets don't work all that well. Yeah, true. And like you flush. And like, I don't know about you guys, not to get graphic, but are you guys like, do you like to make sure that you've disposed of everything? Like, you know what I mean? I, I want to make sure that I flushed yeah, it. Yeah. Like leave it, leave it better than you found it. Or at least leave it the same. <laughs> but like there are some that I'm just like, is this, this toilet's awful. This is the worst toilet I've ever been around. So maybe it's some, in those situations where people think they did. Like you flush and you walk out and you just assume everything's good. Oh, good. It's giving me the heebie-jeebies just thinking about public toilets right now. So what do you think is like one of the more like one that popped up? And I always love when they put up those memes where it shows like how like why Americans can't live in a lawless society. And they base it on whether or not people will bring back their shopping carts. Oh. And that's the one for me. Like I get so annoyed when I see somebody go to their car. And they fill up their car with whoever's in their shopping cart. And then they just leave it either like in an empty spot next to them or they just kind of like push it to the side. And I'm looking, I'm like, there, yeah, it's a little bit of a walk, but it's not that bad. Like you, you really can't bring it all the way back. It's, I mean, I've, I've seen videos of people being shamed for it and I love that. Shame yeah. them. Shame those people. And, and people that say, well, that's someone's job to collect and put away the carts. No, that they had to create that job because you're not putting away your carts. And honestly, I view that job as their job is to take all the carts that have been respectfully put back yes. and bring it back to the store. Like, that to me is their job. That is, it's not going to collect them from, from the parking lot in random places. And I'm, I feel like there's probably some gym goers that would agree. Like, the people, and, and you see the signs, and I never thought I'd be that person. I get so annoyed when people don't put their weights back. Oh. And you're I, just like... Especially, I don't mind. It gets annoying when, like, the dumbbells are not in perfect order. It's kind of frustrating. It's the ones where, like, it's a machine where you have to put, like, a free weight on it. 
yeah. like a plate on it, and then they don't put it back, so you don't know if this machine's being used or not. Yeah. So now you're just kind of like that weirdo that keeps checking to see if it's being used, and then eventually you do use it, and then some dude comes out of nowhere and is like, hey, I'm using that, man. I'm like, you, no one's been here for like the last 30 minutes. What are you talking about? See, I always put my weights back. I thought you were going to go with the people that don't wipe down their machine after they use it, and there's the big old sweat stain on it. Yeah. And I, I have been guilty of just forgetting. Like, <laughs> I'll walk away from using a machine, and I'm like, Oh, I never cleaned that one. Sorry. <laughs> sorry about the, sorry the about Danny mask left I'm, behind. But I'm the, and I'm not usually like a, I think it's my wife that's like, she's a massive germaphobe. Like, she's just like, she won't even like, if I get home from the gym, she's like, don't sit anywhere. Make sure you take off all that clothing. Oh like, she's like, so sometimes I'm really hungry and I get home and I'm just like, well, I want to eat my lunch. She's like, eat standing up. It's like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I wipe down the machine before I use it and then after. Yeah. So in my head, I'm like, I could sit wherever I want. Yeah. Yeah. Not, not in my house. There are some teens in Gig Harbor that got into a bit of trouble with the law, all because of those boba tea balls. We're going to tell you what they did at 817. The Daily Mix Show. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. 206-803-ROCK. Give us a call and help us fill in this sentence, Rockaholics. I'm not proud of it, but when I was a teen, I did blank. Oh when boy. did you do something stupid as a teen? Many times. I would imagine there's going to be plenty of stories for this one. <laughs> the reason we're asking is because police officers in Gig Harbor got a call about a group of teenagers that were blowing something like spit wads or pebbles at pedestrians that were walking through downtown Gig Harbor. And they were able to call in the license plate. They got the mom on the phone. Damn. The mom said her kid had the car with some of her some of the kids' cousins. Wouldn't it be funny if mom was lying and it was actually her doing <laughs> all this stuff? Just like, dime, that's just, when, when all else fails, dime out my own kids. <laughs> so she told the officers she would give her son a call and then get them home and she would deal with it. Okay. Which is almost to me scarier than the police in, in the case of my own mother as oh, a child. 
Dude, same with my mom. My mom would never really get too mad at me. Dad was typically the disciplinarian, but after a while, you're just like, oh, dad's mad, angry, and he's going to yell or grab his belt or something. Like, you just kind of got used to that. Mom, it took a lot. Like, you had to push and push and push. And when she finally snapped, then she pulled out the spatula. Ooh. And then it was just like, oh, man. And, like, you're like, I can outrun her. You know, I'm definitely stronger than my mom. <laughs> Like, if I squared up, I got this. But it's mom, and it's terrifying. And you're almost just like, all right, I'm not going to run from you because you're mom. Like, I don't want I want this anger to be over because you're just like, you're the sweet, loving mom. For sure. Yeah. My dad used to say when we would get in trouble, you're in so much trouble, you just wait till your mother gets home. I mean, he would So what would happen when, when mother would get home? Well, I'd be like grounded for life and everything's taken away. And I have no, I, you know, it's I, nice it was that terrible. you can come to work while being grounded for life. <laughs> Yep, I'm out, out on work release. It's a work release program. <laughs> You've been grounded since you were 13. So the officers received a couple of additional complaints about the group. They spoke with the teens who said that they had gone to get those boba tea drinks. Oh, yeah. oh, and they were nasty. That's so those. disgusting. Okay. I do not understand that. I like the tea. Yes. I remember the first time I ever got one, somebody got me one of those. I was like, oh, it's crazy. Big ass straw and this tea. And then I did not realize there were balls and I inhaled the one of the balls. Oh, God. And it was the worst weird feeling to this day. And they're not, and I'm sure they taste fine, but because of that first feeling of having that ball like hit the back of my throat, I was like, I'm never having one of those again. Stop laughing, Danny. Is it, what is it? Is it tapioca yes, that's inside of those? I believe so. Yeah, not interested. <laughs> Count me out on that. But this is what the uh, teenagers were were spitting at pedestrians. And the mom asked the officers if the kids could write an apology letter or even do some community service. The officer told the mom she would need to ask that question in court. I think writing an apology letter would be the worst punishment. Have you tried to write a letter since we live in the world of like everything being on like a word file or on your laptop or your cell phone? Like I never handwrite anything except for... Uh, Christmas cards or oh, yeah. anniversary cards. And I remember back in the day when I would write a letter to my wife, it would be like the entire half of that empty page would be filled in with like how much I love her and all these great Aww. things, right? Nowadays, it's like two sentences and I'm like, and I love you very much. The end. Because my hand starts cramping. And it's you, just the letter you. Yes. We have to, we, we're, we're really trying to like do less. By next year, it's just going to be XOXO <laughs> and that's it. I also find it funny that you are mind immediately because it doesn't say that they actually made them handwrite letters. It just said write letters. So technically that could have been on like on a computer or something. But immediately you were like, oh, they have to handwrite them. Yeah, I guess in my head, if I was writing the story, I'd be like, they have to text, they have to DM. <laughs> but you're right. It could just be that they're doing it also on a... On a yeah, like an email. Yeah, a computer. <laughs> they don't need to scribe them in stone, Steve. That's <laughs> I would make them do that. I'd be like, have you ever handwritten a letter? Well, kid, you're writing a three-page handwritten letter, and you can't take any breaks. We tried this a couple weeks ago. Uh, some of the members of the men's room and I, we all practiced cursive. We all tried to write the same sentence in cursive to see if we could even do it, and it was brutal. We all failed miserably at perfectly writing in cursive. I like that, though. I hope that they had to hand... I hope it was a handwritten letter that they yes. were maybe considering doing. Rockaholics, the number to call, 206-803-ROCK. We want you to fill in the sentence. I'm not proud of it, but when I was a teen, I did blank. We are going to take your calls after Nirvana. The Daily Migs Show. This is The Rock of Seattle. 206-803-ROCK is the number to call. And we have asked you to fill in this sentence on The Daily Mig Show. Quote, I am not proud of it, but when I was a teen, I did blank. When did you do something stupid as a teen? Michelle in Kingston, what did you do as a teen? 
Whoa. 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 We're losing you, Michelle. Michelle, we'll put uh, you on. Are you there? Put her on hold and I'm we'll here. see if... Oh, well, let's put her on hold and let's get her all dialed in. Okay. And we'll come back to her because it's not like every time she says she's here, once she starts talking again, she becomes a robot. Chad in Tacoma. I'm here. You are. Chad, what did you do that was dumb as a teen? I was an escort driver. Oh! Okay, I was not <laughs> expecting that. How? When we say teen, what are we talking, like 18, 17? Please don't say 13. Uh, 17 to about 20, and I couldn't do it anymore. So when I was 20, I found out who actually hired me. How'd you even get involved in it? Was like where, do a, you, where do you apply for that job? Yeah. <laughs> where do you send your resume? So that's the thing is, like, I was at a, a bar, and some ladies asked me if I'd drive for them. And I was like, yeah, sure, no problem. Found out what it was, and I was like, yeah, who cares? It's money. Did it pay well? Like I said, when I was 20, I found out who actually hired me. So my sister sent these people to hire me. Wait a second. (laughs) The plot thickens. Awkward question, but was your sister an escort or a madam? She was a co-madam. This this would make Christmas so interesting (laughs) when everyone's talking about their job. So she set it all up. Were you getting paid pretty well to do that? Uh, very well, especially if it, you know, required uh, extra assistance. <laughs> Is that like security, in other words? Yes. Was My. it? What was the experience like driving with the escorts? With good conversations, like uh, exhilarating conversations sometimes <laughs> as they vent. I've learned to listen to women vent, so. Oh, I thought you said bent. I was like, oh, that's a perk of the job I didn't do. (laughs) I heard the same thing. (laughs) Damn, Chad, that's a crazy story. Awesome. Thanks, Chad. I think we got Michelle from Kingston back on the line. I'm back. Hi, Michelle. How did did your teens uh, shape up? What was something crazy you did? Well, we were at my grandparents in Fort Angeles for, I believe it was Thanksgiving weekend. And we were, you know, my mom and dad and grandma and aunt and uncle cousins, everybody went Black Friday shopping. And we were at Swain's in Fort Angeles and all my friends were stealing uh, makeup at the time. And I was probably about 12. It might have been preteen. And I got caught stealing mascara because I thought I would be cool like my friends. And my grandma was standing next to me when they caught me outside the front door. I was absolutely mortified and humiliated because she's the sweetest thing on this planet. And my mom and stepdad had them call the cops and take me to the Port Angeles Police Department. Oh, wow. It was quite the holiday weekend for my family. And I'd never been in trouble before. And I went to my room, and that's where I spent the rest of the holiday weekend. And my grandma, thank God, forgave me. And, you know, God bless her and rest in peace. But, um, yeah, it's still a topic of conversation in my family. And I've never, ever touched anything that wasn't mine again. I I was about to ask if you ever did anything again, but I would imagine that must have scared you straight. Oh, my God. It was so mortifying. Black Friday in Port Angeles at Swains was pretty busy, and everyone knows everybody. So everyone knew that Helen's granddaughter was stealing mascara. On Black- so, Michelle, so when the cops, did they, like, amp it up and, like, ham it up to be, like, extra stern with you to scare you? or like You know, because I'd imagine yeah. they were in cahoots with your parents. They're just like, hey, 
can you help scare rough this her up a little bit? Okay, maybe not rough her up a little <laughs> bit, but all right. They, they didn't. I don't remember being handcuffed, but I did get put into the back of a police car in front of the store, in front of everyone, and was taken to the police station and like questioned like I was a murderer. And yeah, it was really, really scary for a little girl. Oh my <laughs> it gosh. Was, yeah, so I would yeah, go full bore. If, if I was a police officer and someone of these parents said, hey, help scare them, I'd be like, let's go. This is going to be a blast. <laughs> like, Let's make them feel like they're the most hardened criminal ever. We have Juan in Olympia. Juan, what did you do that was dumb as a teen? Uh, uh. I lost my virginity to uh, my mom's friend. <laughs> we said dumb, not awesome. <laughs> How did this even unfold? Uh, it's not. It wasn't my mom's. Like she just knew this lady and helped her out for like uh, three weeks. And she was. She took my bed, so they had me sleeping in the in the living room. And one night, I woke up with something weird, and I was like, "What the heck is going on?" And I see her, you know, and I'm like, "Okay." <laughs> and my mom still don't know. I was about to and ask her. No, my wife do, and she always threatens me. She always threatens you to tell yeah, your mom. I'm tell your mom. Can oh, we call God. your mom right now and ask her? <laughs> no. <laughs> Taking this uh, one to the grave. That would have been amazing if you said yes. Oh. I like. Thanks, Juan. Oh my, oh my gosh. gosh. Yeah. That's not a world I ever lived in. No. Yeah, I even saw like there was a recent story about like a, one of those hot for teacher stories, which you know it's, it's, uh, I mean, it's messed up. But then when you see it, you're just like, it's insane. Like these things were going on, and I, I was just like, you know, happy if I could get my hands on a Playboy magazine <laughs> when I was like 17, 18 years old. Well, Steve, if my math is correct, I believe that you are currently six and three. For 2024. It's a good season so at far. At Migs. Yeah, you're doing great. Oh, doing it. great. I, the Seahawks started 6-3 and three as well, though. Oh. <laughs> well, if you want a shot at beating Migs, Rockaholics, that's what's happening next. 206-803-ROCK. Give us a call to play Beat Migs at 847. The Daily Migs Show. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on What's in Your Podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Odyssey celebrates Mother's Day, brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. (laughs) 